Welcome to the Christian Media Marketing Podcast, where we talk all things social media marketing to help your Christian media, Christian missionary, or church outreach find the seekers in your context. We want to help you get the right message in front of the right person at the right time and even on the right device. Are you ready? Here's your host, John Rawls, owner of Kavanaugh Media. Hey there, welcome to the show. My name is John Rawls. This is the Christian Media Marketing Podcast, the YouTube show, which is basically the video of me recording the podcast. So whether you're listening or you're watching, hey, thanks for hanging out with me today. I'm on the mend. I've been traveling a lot and got COVID on my last trip that I was on, and I'm just now starting to get my health back and starting to feel like I'm back to my regular self. Just in time to travel some more internationally, bring on several new teams that we get the privilege of serving and working alongside of, and then I have a sabbatical that I'm going to be going on for a period of time. I'm going to be going dark. The work of Kavanaugh Media, all of our large Discovery Jesus initiatives, our DJI work, multiple countries, all of that is going on. All of it's taking place, but it's at a point where I'm going to step back, dive deep into some things, take some time off, research, and also just let the team continue to grow. One of the things that happens is a team can only grow as far as that the person or persons who are leading. And I never want to be that bottleneck. I never want to be the person that's holding us back because of my own things that I need to either work through or think through or develop. And the more I allow those on our team, and our team's growing, the more I allow them to lead and for me to support them, the better off we're going to be. And I hope the better off the kingdom will be as well. So that's coming up. I'll share some more on that. And I think what that's going to mean is that this show is going to take a break during the summer and we'll start back up in the fall. We're going to be putting a lot of the content I would have put onto the YouTube or to this podcast on our Kavanaugh Media Facebook page and some of our social media channels. For a social media company, we've not done very much of that kind of work of marketing ourselves. It's almost always been word of mouth. And so we're going to still try to find ways to share what we're learning, what's working, what's not working. It's continuing to grow. We're seeing new things that are working. In fact, I want to share with you today about one such thing. The word Fediverse, if you've ever heard of it, or Activity Pub would be another one, is potentially a phrase or a word or concept that you may not have ever heard of, but it's actually been around for quite a while, and it's maybe coming into its season. Now, here's what's going on. The reality is that when it comes to the social media channels that you and I use personally, or we use for our ministry or our businesses or whatever you're doing as an organization, that in those situations, we are mainly working in walled gardens that have become pay-to-play. And in fact, you got to pay a lot in some places and in some countries 
to be able to get the reach. And we're seeing that. The more that we combine efforts, this is through our, like our DJI work or larger coalitions, the, we're seeing that the, the results are bigger than just the sum of the parts. So there is something to spending more, going broader, working in that kind of a way. But we're still working in rental areas. We don't own Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, Google. Those aren't ours. They set the rules and each one of them is different. And so the thing is, in, in real life, we want to have protections. I'm all for that. I'm sure you are too. We want to be able to connect with people. The, the ability to send pictures or to send messages or to do that with family or friends or seekers or people we're discipling, whoever, whatever it might be, we want that. So all of that we want, but there's still this issue of censorship. There's an issue of, of, of deciding what can be posted and where, who is going to see it. That's some pretty heavy stuff that's going on. So the idea of the Fediverse is one where you have federated and the universe, and they've just brought those words together. And it's a collection in essence. There's protocols, there's servers, there's users, but you own your data. And all of these together, this decentralized system, creates a network that can communicate with one another. And it's doing that in a lot of different ways. And it's doing it as well with a type of technology called ActivityPub that I'm actually really excited about. It came around in 2018, and I'll share more about that in just a little bit. So there are some different ones that are out there. Let me give you some examples of just what this looks like. So when you look at this whole Fediverse, all these different decentralized networks, you have all sorts of ones that are on here. Let me see. We have Mastodon, which is a social networking one, right? You have PeerTube, which is decentralized video hosting. You have MissKey and Hubzilla and Pleroma. Pleroma is a microblogging type of, of program. Pixel Feed, federated social imaging. So think kind of like Instagram or tools like that. So these are similar to the ones that you and I currently use, things like YouTube or Facebook or Twitter. But you control your data, and each of these smaller instances, these their own little networks, control what's happening within them. And that's part of the key here that I think is actually really important. In these environments, they can set up their rules for their one that they're doing. And so when it comes to content moderation, the smaller federated instances that we see should have and can have better transparency and better, really, just accountability as to what is happening on there. And they can create environments that fit with the user group that's using them. Truth Social is an example. I'm not on it, don't want to be on it, just to be honest, but I know that it's out there. That's a good example of a Vetiverse activity pub based environment. It's actually a fork of Mastodon and it has its own set of rules. You could have other ones that are out there. For me right now, I'm using Blue Sky. That would be an example. 
of a new platform. There's other ones as well that I've played with, Mastodon being one of those. I've set up our own server. But when you allow the community, the local control, to decide who can say what and do what, I think that's going to be a really interesting thing. So all of these different ones that are out there, Gab, True Social, Blue Sky, Mastodon, all of these different ones are... Uh, different ones that are trying to create these environments for the people that they're using them. Now, not all of them are using ActivityPub. So I'm pretty sure Truth Social is not on that one, but a lot of the ones are. And ActivityPub is really just a neat type of technology that allow each of these different federated types of decentralized networks to be interoperable to be able to communicate with each other into a single social type of thing and content sharing system. And the beauty of that, though, is that you own your data. So you are on there. Let me give you an example. If I'm on Facebook and you and I are Facebook friends, then my friend list is tied to only those who are on Facebook with me. But what if I wanted to see how many of you are on Twitter? I like Twitter. I'm over there a lot. And I know it's going through a lot of changes and we'll see what happens as a result of it. But I like the access and the, the things that I can see and the research I can do on there. But my Twitter list of friends or contacts, people I'm following, is completely different than my Facebook one. And so to be able to bring all of these together, I think is a really neat idea. It's an open protocol. And that's the key thing. So People have been working on this concept for a long time. In, in some ways, we're going back to Web3 is moving back to the way the Internet was when it first got started. And so I know a lot of people are always talking about the Fediverse and this and that. And Hey, Web3 is coming. But I do think it's coming. Just as we have seen with AI and artificial intelligence, once there's that breakthrough, there can be some really fast movement that's happening there. And I think this is going to be one of those. I think we're in a time where people are demanding better content control, more control of their own content, better privacy, and so the, it, I think the situation and the timing is ripe. So with that then begs the question of will we be able to do what we currently do with our digital engagement efforts? I don't know. If the walled gardens of Facebook and Instagram and TikTok and some of these others are torn down, they still have to make money, some of these do. There still has to be a way. Uh, even with something in a heavenly economy, with an open source kingdom, open-handed, given away, somebody has to pay for servers, for bandwidth, for all of those kind of things. So we're going to have to see what happens with those. But as social media potentially becomes decentralized, I think you're going to be able to see that the... Different apps are going to start to work together more. They're going to communicate together more. And those who don't, those who don't provide privacy and protection, those who don't allow you to own your own data, those who aren't marketing your data and doing those kind of things are going to slowly but surely move away. Their reach will become less and less. And I think that the decentralized social networks are going to be a big one. So I think this is a big change that is coming in the near future.
All right, so if you get a chance, feel free. Go out on the Internet, look at some of these. Blue Sky is invitation only. Uh, I've given out the ones that I have, but if, if you're interested, reach out to me. If I have one, I can send it to you. Mastodone, all these different ones that are on there, try them out. Just kick the tires a little bit. See what you think, and see if you can think of ways where you and I and all of us can make Jesus famous using some of these in a more organic way way of doing our digital engagement. In a world that's becoming more and more expensive to do it, if there's ways that we can get the job done, accomplish the mission, but maybe do it in a different way or in a different platform, I'm all for that. So let's always keep pushing forward, always keep researching, pushing, trying to find out what's working and doing more of that. Until next week, take care. God bless. Next week, I'm going to be sharing with you some of our plans here for the next couple of months and giving you some more ideas about that, maybe giving you some ideas of some things that you can do to grow as well, just in your own ministry, whether it be digital, physical, spiritual. We always need to be continuing to try to refine and do our best for Jesus. He's worth it, and those who need to know him need to be able to hear and hear that good news. So may God bless your efforts to that end. Until next time, take care, and God bless. Thank you for listening to the Christian Media Marketing Podcast. We hope you subscribe to it and that you'll share it with those who are also laboring for the Lord to find seekers in their contacts. May God bless you in all you do for Him and for His kingdom.